that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And she said, I need to pray and ask Jesus into my heart. And that's when I made my own commitment. I prayed and asked Jesus into my heart and to be central in my life. So I was born with a rare physical disability called arthrogryposis, which means that I have weak muscles and stiff joints. And it affects people in different ways. So one person might have it in just maybe their hands. Other people, it might affect maybe their legs. Other people, like me, it affects their whole body. And it affects people in different levels of how severe it can be. And when I was born, the doctors told my parents that I would never walk, that I may never have the strength to be able to sit up on my own. Uh, And I was basically given a very bleak outlook to life. But being brought up in a Christian family, the church that I went to, the pastor of our church, he prophesied to my parents, saying that little by little, that I will be able to do more and more new things that will amaze people. And he prayed for two things specifically. And I believe that when you pray and ask God to step in, this is God who, is, God who has no limits. He can, re, he can totally transform a situation that is impossible into, into something miraculous. So I want to show you a video now of what God's done in my life. If you show the turning disability into, into possibility video. Thank you. Through you, I can do anything. I can do all things. Cause it's you who gives me strength. Nothing is impossible.
Thank you very much, everyone. So, I've had the question asked in the past, if God is real, if God is a loving God, why hasn't he healed me of my disability? And I do believe that God can heal people instantly, but I also believe that God can use people through the uh, difficulty of a situation uh, so that his works can be displayed and for his glory to shine through that person. And in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 8 to 10, it says, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now we all face difficulties or trials at some point in our lives. And in James 1, verse 2 to 4, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the, fe- that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And I believe that no matter what our situation is, I believe that God has a plan for each and every one of us. And there have been numerous times in my life uh, where I've noticed God's uh, plans falling into, into place. And just another scripture, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And one of these examples was when I was uh, 18 years old, I was coming to the end of sixth form, and I, I really wanted to, um, to, to go to a Christian music college. And there was uh, a Christian music college uh, not far from home, New Generation Ministries in Thornbury, uh, near Bristol. And, uh, but I actually decided decided to leave this for a year and I applied when I was 19 years old instead of when I was 18 and the timing of this was absolutely amazing absolutely incredible because um, I applied when I was 19 and they said I was a good enough musician uh, to play at the college but they didn't think the course would suit me as much as if I went to Nexus which is the Christian music college up in Coventry and I thought wow if, if I if I go to this college in Coventry Nexus it means I'm going to have to move away from home for the first time. Obviously, being, dis- being disabled, I have a few extra sort of challenges to, to sort of face on a, on a daily basis. And I thought, how am I going to manage? But I really found it was the right thing for me to do, so I applied to the college. And they accepted me straight away. And so I thought, this is actually becoming a reality now. I'm going to be moving away from home for the first time. Uh, but I found it amazing how everything fell into place. Because after I got accepted into the college, I found out that there was someone else from my church who was starting the course at the, at the same time as me. Yet when I applied, I didn't even know he was interested in going. And then the church where I, where I was based, uh, there was someone that I knew there. We used to be on the same church football team uh, a couple of years beforehand. And so there was someone there that I knew. And then when I arrived at the house where I was going to be living, one of my housemates, I was living with three housemates from the college, and one of my housemates, he was the brother of, uh, of one of my youth leaders from back home. So right from the very start, from move, moving away from home for the first time, I had one person in each place right from the very start. Yet if I applied the year before, that wouldn't have happened. God's timing is, is just perfect. Another example, 
is uh, late last year I had, uh, I had quite a surprising invite um, out, out of the blue. And I was invited to go and share my story out in India. Uh, and to go in India in August this year. And I thought, that's an amazing opportunity. I'd love to do it, but how is it going to work? Because you'll probably realize, looking at me, that, uh, that one of the things that I need help with is, is uh, I have carers who come and help me in the mornings with, with getting ready. And I thought, am I going to be able to arrange this out in India in, in advance? But anyway, I was talking with some friends from my church. And uh, one of my friends, he's, he's, he's called Isaac, and he's actually from India. And uh, when I told him the name of the town where I'd been invited, it was a town called Vijayawada, which I'd never heard of before. He said he's got relatives who live not far from there, and he knows the area. And without me even asking him, he offered to come with me, give me all the help that I need, and guess what he does for a living? He's a doctor. Absolutely brilliant. I couldn't plan it. I couldn't plan that if I, if I tried. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that in, in, in just a minute. But we've already had the scripture from 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And when, whenever we face difficulties in our, in our own lives, do you see your difficulty as a problem? Do you see it as an obstacle? Or do you see it as an opportunity? Now... About five, years, uh, about five years ago, I was invited into Bristol Brunel Academy, which is a secondary school in Bristol. I was invited to go and share my story and, and play the piano for, uh, for everyone. And I agreed to it. I wasn't used to talking in front of people at all at the time, so I, I, I went feeling very nervous about it, but I, I agreed to it. And I, I thought I was going to be, uh, be in, a, in a classroom of people, but when I arrived... I found out it was going to be the whole of year nine, the whole of year eight, and then the whole of year seven in three separate assemblies. And I was thinking, help. But I found it amazing that day. I was really quite overwhelmed by the response because um, I, I had children coming up to me after each assembly, wanting to ask questions and wanting to see me play the piano close up. But there were two things that really stood out to me that day. Uh, and the first thing was that uh, there was a year eight boy who came up to me, and um, he, he came up to me, and all he said quietly was, Sir, I think you're amazing. And I didn't think too much of it until later that evening that the, uh, uh, the, uh, the teacher who invited me in, she messaged me to say that she overheard him say that. I couldn't believe it because he was the worst behaved in the year and was on report to her. So it obviously had some impact on him. And then the second thing was there was a, there was a girl in, in year seven and she came up to me and she said that when I played the piano she started to cry and it was because her mum had some sort of disability and had basically given up trying to cope with her disability. And so she said she was going to go home and tell her mum about me and really try and sort of motivate her, tell her not to give up. And it suddenly occurred to me that day, I really felt quite overwhelmed, and it occurred to me that when I was growing up, I would pray for God to heal me of my disability, and I really believe that he could, and I believe he still can. But it suddenly occurred to me that day, what if God could use me through my disability, through my difficult situation? And I didn't actually do anything for ages after that, but about uh, 18 months later, in November 2015, 
I was invited to a school, uh, sorry, invited to a church in, in, in Birmingham to share my story. And having seen on Facebook that I was going there, an old school friend said, can I, go to, um, can I go to her school in London? So I went there as well. And I thought, this is it. I, I really felt it was what I should actually, actually start doing. Uh, and so I set up my website, breakinglimits.co.uk, and I, I started contacting people, and I, and I prayed to God that if this is right for me to do, uh, that he would open up op opportunities for me. And, and these opportunities, it was slow to start with, and it is, it is really taken off. So I now get to share my story in churches, I go to, but as well as churches, I go to schools, I go to prisons, and the uh, best part of 150 this year, which, which for me is, is amazing. But the reason I see my disability as an opportunity is that I get to share my story in these schools, in these prisons, where these people don't necessarily get the opportunity to hear about God. And, and I get to share my Christian faith with these people, share the amazing thing that God's done in, that God's done in my life. Yet if I didn't have my disability, I wouldn't necessarily get these opportunities. Well, as I said, I, w I went to India um, in August, and I want to just, just, uh, just show a very short clip of, of, of this, uh, this video. For some reason, they wanted me to play the drums. That was just a clip so that you could see, see, the, uh, see the assembly. There were about 1,200 children in, in that assembly where I, where I actually shared my story. And it was a Christian school in, in India. Uh, but there were many children there from, from other backgrounds, some from Hindu backgrounds and, and other non-Christians. So, so it wasn't a, a school full of, full of Christian children. And at the end of the assembly, I was able to open it up and ask children, any children, if they wanted to invite Jesus into their heart and to be Lord and Saviour in, in their life. And the, the response was amazing. I could only see about the front 300 children because of the lighting. And 20 children in that front section responded. They, they invited Jesus into their hearts. And that's another reason why I see my disability as an opportunity. If I wasn't disabled, if I didn't have a story like that to share, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get to share with, with others in, in, in these schools. And, and for me... I'd rather see other people accept Jesus in, into their hearts than be physically healed. That, that, that's, that's, if God heals me in the future, then, then absolutely great. But I actually think, would I actually be any happier as a person? And I don't think I would be. Now, I, I always believe that no matter whatever situation we, fa we face in our lives, we have so many reasons to praise God through our situations. God is our healer, Isaiah 53, verse 4 to 5. It should be up on, on screen as well. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. And then Psalm 46, verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength 
an ever-present help in trouble. And then God is omnipotent and is all-powerful. Matthew 19, verse 26 says, Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. And then God is omniscient and he knows everything. Uh, Psalm 147, verse 5 says, Great is our Lord and abundance in power. His understanding is beyond measure. And then God is omnipresent and he is everywhere. Psalm 139, verse 7 to 12 Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go out to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you, the night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. And then God is sovereign, Isaiah 46, verse 9 to 10. Remember the former things, those are long ago. I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. And then God is great, Psalm 145, verse 3. Great is the Lord and great to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. And then God is our saviour through Jesus Christ, John 3, 16. I've already read this already, but... Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. These are so many reasons we have to praise God in our situation. So I'd encourage you all that whenever we face difficult situations in our own lives, not to focus on the difficulty of the situation, but to put our trust in God through the difficulty of the situation. Keep your focus on him. And remember in all our circumstances that God is our healer. He's our refuge and strength. He is all-powerful. He knows everything. He is everywhere. He is sovereign. He is a great God. And through Jesus Christ, he is our saviour. Now, I don't always find it easy to express myself with words, but I believe that God's given me a a gift in music. And the second thing that the pastor prayed when I I was a baby was that one day I'd be able to play the uh, organ like my father. And Dad, he played the organ at church every week and being able bodied to play using both of his hands and all of his fingers. And you have to bear in mind that also when I was a baby, the, uh, 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 when the doctors gave the bleak outlook to my parents, Mum asked the doctor with that little bit of hope, because Dad plays the piano and the organ, is there ever any chance of me playing? And the doctors said, look at my hands as they are. There's absolutely no chance whatsoever. There's even doubt that I would have the strength to press down a key. But when I was five years old, we already had a piano at home. And uh, watching Dad play the piano, which is obviously similar to the organ to play with your hands, it really inspired me because he's a good musician. And I thought, I would love to be able to play what you're playing. So I asked my parents if I could start having piano lessons. And although they were told by the doctors absolutely no chance whatsoever, they thought it might be a challenge that I could set myself. So they agreed to it. Let's give it a go. They knew I really wanted, wanted to do it. So so they arranged piano lessons for me. And in my first actual piano lesson, it was a matter... Thank you. It was a matter of did I have the strength to press down a key. I did with my right hand. And I did with my left hand. 
So just the very fact that I had the strength to press down a key with both hands meant that playing the piano was going to be possible for me. And so once, I, once it was possible for me, I wanted to get to a standard where I could actually play in church and, uh, without my playing being a distraction. And I knew it would take a lot of work for me to, for me to, get, to, that, to get to that standard. And it was really slow progress. So, so to start with, once I could press a note with each, with each hand, could I play both hands together? And I could. And then could I add some rhythm? Could I add some melody? Could I add a bit more? Add some more fingers.
That was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sorry, I lost the uh, sustain pedal towards the end then. So uh, thank you, everyone.